Well, that's Shelby. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. That's Kenzie. This is Hecklin Shide. <laughs> Shit. I don't even know what to talk about. Like, there hasn't been a lot that has happened since we recorded last. I know. We we only recorded a couple of days ago. They get it in a week, but then we, right. we like, saw each other like days ago. So, Tyler called on Sunday. I don't know if I said that on the last episode, but I was able to talk to him for 30 minutes. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> You're like, uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh. Fuck it. Um, but he made this smart ass comment about how he hadn't gotten any letters from me yet. Here's the thing. I didn't know what some of the rules were. Like I told you. So they sent some shit back. So because of the smart ass that I am, mm-hmm. since he called on Sunday, I've been writing him two letters a day. <laughs> that is awesome. And sending them, even if they're just like one page, some of them have been a little bit longer. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, I'm just going to treat you like my own personal fucking journal. Right. So... I, yeah, literally two letters a day. I wonder, is he getting letters from everybody else that you gave the address out in our group? I don't know who sent them. I know, um, like two people have, but hmm. I don't know. I thought he'd get them like flooding in. On the, yeah. I don't know if anyone else has. Hmm. I know people said they were going to, Yeah. but I, I mean, I can probably put the address up again, but. I think it'd be funny if he just starts getting a ton of mail. Oh, hundred percent. People would be like, well, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> It's like fan mail. Right, like fan mail for us through Tyler. I want fan mail. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Think Not like that sent to me, but like what? go in our group and then like talk us up in our closed group. Oh yeah, we have a closed group. It's yeah. Heckle and Shy's. What the fuck? Make words right. It's Heckle and Shide closed group. Perfect. And the password is? Spiritual condom. Yeah. yeah. Fucking use it too. Mm-hmm. God damn it. In both senses, like to get into the group and also in life, okay? That's what we advise. Yeah, that's accurate as fuck. If you guys hear that banging, it's my coffee and I'm not sorry. Um, not when it includes coffee, I'm never sorry. No. So yeah, yeah, last episode was long as literal fuck. Right, and it turned out being a little less than I thought it was going to be. It was like only 100, or 135. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing 135 in my head. It was like an hour and 35, and I thought it was going to be closer to two, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We did all right. Good for us-ish. I don't know what's happening other than I can tell you right now I hear movement upstairs, so let's all just note the fact that Darwin's late for work again. (laughs) Okay. Wait, let's call him out when he gets down here. Like, I always do. fired. I don't don't even care. Like, every time he's late for work, I swear to God, it's when we're recording, and he gets busted on the podcast Mm -hmm. every fucking time. Yeah, it's been multiple times. Yeah. Wait, you guys, he's oh, coming, he's oh, coming. There he is. See, I told you. <laughs> With it, okay, I'm oh, not telling them what not, you're doing. That, not talking about what's happening there. <laughs> all, all I'm, I'm going to say is that every time you're late for work, you get busted on the fucking podcast. Why is that? Wait. Don't pull that face in public. You'll stay single. It's that one meme. He, he totally <laughs> just pulled that meme. Did you shave again when I told you not to? No. Are you lying? I did. Why better? Darwin, oh I have to take that out. Oh my God. Jesus. What Hopefully the they just can't hear him in the background. It's fine. I'll take it out. You're Bye. a whole dick. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. We're all going to hell for that. This one. is why he can't have nice things. Right. Mm-mm. Oh, it's really cute though. Every time Tyler calls, he talks to Lilith. Mm-hmm. And Lilith, every time I answer the phone, she goes, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Try telling that two-year-old that it's not Tyler on the phone. Every time someone calls. And watch what happens. <laughs> oh, shit. She's going to throw your tarot cards in the toilet is what she's going to do. You're an asshole for even bringing <laughs> that up. Um, yeah, my daughter. <laughs> so I had this deck that went missing a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up finding that after I realized she had thrown what I thought was my last deck in the fucking toilet. Oh. Um, I wondered what was going on there. I was like, she lied. No, they're I'm beat just kidding. to fucking shit, though, dude. I'm just dude. kidding. Um, they're beat to shit. And <laughs> I don't know how many decks you have, but, like, there's some decks that you just feel better or click with better. Yeah. Um, like, the cards, like, vibrate almost. These ones don't do that. Like, the fucking deck that she tossed in the toilet was my favorite fucking deck. That so sucks. Okay, and now I'm sorry I brought it up. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, and everyone knows that I'm a firm believer in you can't buy your own decks. They right, have to yeah. F- the right decks are supposed to find you at the right time. 
I love both of mine were gifted to me before I even knew that. Yeah. So all my decks have Actually, been gifted my, to me. I knew my second one, but before I got my first one. The little one. fucking terrorist ate the other deck. She put them in her mouth and she would like rip the fucking card in half. And I looked over and I was like, what do you mean? Like, like but you can't like have a deck that's missing a couple cards. Like right, it's, it's just not <laughs> a complete deck at that point. No. What are you going to do? Go draw a card on a piece of paper, stick it in there. Oh, fuck. That's well, the thing it. is, is like. I probably don't need the card. Okay, here's the thing. I don't fucking need the cards. I can mm. look at someone's picture or energy and tell you what they need to know. A lot of times the cards are more for their reassurance mm. because for whatever reason, the human mind's able to process it better. If someone's pulling a card, that's how they get their answers. If they start thinking I, I can pick up on shit mm. without using a card, people start to get fucking nervous. Yeah. Did I also say that someone called me the coven queen or something Mm-mm. yeah i think it came through in an email and i about lost my fucking shit <laughs> i was like oh my god this is the coolest thing i've ever been called in my life am i like chopped liver what i mean listen i don't know why i got i think it was like it had something to do with kink coven uh, i think it's just because i'm a bigger slut than you so that wouldn't have happened if i wasn't your co-host let's just say that you're not wrong me. you're not wrong i'm so fucking kink glad coven you started would kink not coven. be a thing mm-hmm. Some of our highest listens are on King Coven. It forever oh. stays at the top of our thing. Yeah, people fucking love it. Mm-hmm. They just love when we talk about our lives, too. It's funny. I get it brought up to me sometimes. I'm like, fuck. Like, don't. Like, shut please up. don't bring up my life to my fucking face. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I know what I did. Oh, my God. I know what I've done. <laughs> well, I don't need to do the shame again. Just right. leave it alone. Yeah. So, I have this wedding this weekend, me right? Me, too. Uh, separate weddings. Yeah, go on. I'd rather go to yours. I'll tell you what. I'm so excited for mine. I'm not mine. So here's the thing. I'm fucking stoked for the people that are getting married. Mm-hmm. The, the girl that's getting married is she's a sweetheart, and the guy that's getting married, <laughs> he's really pretty. Like, so well, I always tell cute. him like, he's really cute. They're they're both cute as fuck. That's good. Um, there are just going to be some people there that I uh, <clears throat> I hope I ruin their whole night. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay. You're telling me names after if I know them. You don't know them, but you know of them. Perfect. That's all I need to know. Like I said, I love other people's shit. I like to hear all about it. Yeah. Mostly the thing is, is like, if you put me in a situation where I'm allowed to be petty, bitch, I'm going to send it so fucking hard. Right. So. I petty hard. I petty hard. 100%. 100%. Um, now I just want that on a shirt. It's just petty hard. Yeah. I want um, it on a shirt, a hat, underwear, everything. <laughs> just walk around in booty shorts to say petty hard? Yes, I would. Down. Someone's sending us shirts. What? Yeah. I can't wait for that, especially since I'm losing weight. I already lost 10 pounds in a I week. know. I saw your post. I'm so excited. Yeah, you didn't like it, though. Well, the thing was, is I, was, <laughs> I saw the post, and I was like, fuck yeah, go Kenzie, as I was stuffing my face with mounds of yeah. Chinese food. So I was like... Listen, do I comment on this and be like, good job, bitch, but I'm eating orange chicken? Or do I just let it slide and let her have her moment? So <laughs> I decided to let you have your moment as I was on my fifth cream cheese wonton. And I'm not even sorry about Those it. Those are so good. I know, dude. Have you had the ones from the Chinese place down here? Um, On like 126th and... Kind of my banger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, we got two boxes of cream cheese wontons and two boxes of dumplings. Now I need to go there tonight. <sighs> no, I mean chicken and rice like every fucking day of my life. See, and that was my deal. Like I've been actually trying really hard to stay on a cleaner diet more because I am pregnant. Right. Um, I thought you are going to have that little uh, cheat meal every once in a while. Sure. I binged that shit so fucking hard. That's what you hard. do with the cheat meal. I ate enough calories to comatose the house, okay? Right. Perfect. So, anyways, we've been rambling for like 10 minutes, so maybe That's you okay. should start your story. Oh, yeah, I'm haunted. <laughs> I'm all sitting here waiting for you to go. Yeah, it's for sure not me. No. Okay. I'm doing the Omni Parker House. Okay. Um, it's a hotel. Oh. Well, that's fucking... Confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. The Omni Parker House Hotel, that's, that's I guess, what I should have said, is said to be the most haunted hotel in Boston. It was originally built in 1855 and then rebuilt in 1927, and the building is one of the 
um, one of many historic hotels in Boston. I want to go to Boston. Yeah, I'd love to go to Boston. I know Casey's been. Really? Yeah. I, th- I want to go. I think it'd be cool. I don't. The only thing I want to do out there is I want to go to Massachusetts. Yes, me too. That's what I was thinking too. Um, other than that, meh. I know there's a sports team out there mm. that people are like, meh gonna say it's the boston red sox is that a thing is it the boston red sox wait wait did hold on right it was no no, yeah that's right right okay the boston red sox yeah i was i went back in my head for a second to a it i'm i thought for a second it sounded like you said you said like the city was massachusetts and the state was boston i was like it's back that's the other way but yeah it's boston massachusetts Right, but I said I wanted to go to Massachusetts. That's yeah, in yeah, Boston. but the way it was said in my head is what I was saying. I confused it, and I was like, wait, so did she just Kenzie's say? Kenzie's head is haunted, apparently. Right, it is. I mean, we already knew that. That's Look at the fine. stories I choose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny. Like, I noticed that you do more hauntings, mm-hmm. and I do more murder. Right. And some of mine end up being pretty gruesome. I need to, like, murders. switch it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have. I try to switch it, but sometimes I, think I just, like... it's hard for me to do the haunting ones personally because mm-hmm. I feel so much like the the one possession I did forever ago in the beginning of the podcast that one fucked with me so bad mm-hmm. for like a week I was it's almost like I was dreaming the situational playouts yeah. and I saw it so vividly like it's so it's hard for me to do the haunting ones right which is why I think I can handle the murders because if I do pick up on any energies or spirits mm-hmm. it's just like okay well you're at peace now and I'm done yeah so anyways, that's kind of why I stick to murders, guys. The haunting ones, I feel the same way, but just not as strongly. As no, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I decided to start a podcast that was apparently going to spank my ass from here to China, so whatever. Spanks you hard. Who hates it, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, we do a kink coven, so not obviously us. not us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so founded by Harvey Parker in 1855, he was the hotel overseer and a resident until his death in 1884. Harvey was a well was well known for his interaction with guests and providing pleasant accommodations. Not only does the hotel itself have history, but so does the plot of land that it sits on. The site used to be the location of the Boston Latin School of the 18th and 19th century, as well as the location of the old Miko Mansion during the pre-Revolutionary War era. Mm-hmm. The hotel is also located across the street from the historic King's Chapel and its graveyard, which is, or which. Yeah, it's the oldest graveyard in Boston and is believed to be haunted, which is something that I want to do. It's a topic that I wanted to do later. Okay. Um, Not against it. The Omni Parker House Hotel consists of two buildings, the main building and then a 10-floor annex behind it. A what? Annex. What the fuck is that? Just like another building behind it. I don't like that word. (laughs) On the corner of Chapman Place and Bosworth Street. Okay. Cool. Charles Dickens would regularly frequent the hotel and would always stay on the third floor. And actress Charlotte Cushman died on the third floor in 1876. Hmm. I don't know. I just did that with my hand. If you saw that, I'm off. (laughs) Okay. I hate when my phone turns because then I lose my place. Lock your screen so it doesn't do that. It doesn't lock this way, though. That's the thing that's stupid. Do you know why that is? Because you don't have an iPhone. I know. I've been thinking about it lately. Shut up. (laughs) Did you know if you had an iPhone, we could actually, like, schedule share so that we knew what was going on so we didn't have to constantly bash back and forth on, like, how we were going to do half this shit? What? I need to just get one, I guess. Whatever. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Found it. Throughout the... (laughs) Throughout the third floor and the entire hotel, for that matter, guests have also described the sound of rocking chairs creaking late at night with no one there. Ew. That's Ew. a horrible sound. I don't know no why, but like that really bothers me. Uh, I can't even do it. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. The third floor certainly has its share of paranormal activity as well. Room 303, guests report strange shadows throughout the room and the bathtub water would just turn on randomly by itself. Management eventually turned this room into a storage closet for unspecified reasons. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Right. Some speculate that it was because the guest committed suicide in the room, but no one knows for sure. Okay. Um, elevators are always being called to the third floor as well, which is, again, where Charles Dickens, the floor he um, occupied, 
without a button being pushed or a guest waiting for the elevator. Ew, no. No, 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 no. I hate elevators already. Yeah. Oh I God. do, too. I don't okay. like elevators. I have to tell you guys a funny elevator story because I'm a whole asshole as a parent. Do it. So, <laughs> have you seen the movie The Devil? Where, like, people get trapped in this elevator and they're, like, the devil's in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. killing people. So we were up in Park City in this older, like, log cabin situation resort. It was fucking beautiful. But the elevator was coming down, and it was creaking, right? And Casey had already gone up the stairs with Lilith mm-hmm. and the bags. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with Dominic and just fucking chilling because he loves horror movies. So we get in the elevator, and the door's, like, fucking closing. And it starts, like, shifting funny. And I was like, oh, fuck. You've seen <laughs> the devil, right? And he goes, Mom! <laughs> tries to start pushing the buttons oh that's perfect i was like listen that's we'll be perfect. fine you could probably shimmy through that hole up there yeah, you're like i'll throw you up he Give didn't think he didn't think it was funny he didn't think it was funny i on the other hand was pretty much peeing my pants right so can i have a funny elevator story really quick <laughs> when i was really little like seven we were driving um through vegas so we stopped at a hotel there and we got off at one of the top floors to go to our room mm-hmm. and i was the last one getting out and there's someone else on the elevator and my I wasn't doing it to be a brat but I uh, pushed all of the elevator buttons <laughs> again someone was left in there sorry <laughs> and I got trapped in there it closed before I could get out so I had to ride all the floors oh, to get back to mine and instant my, karma right it was and my family was sitting there waiting for me and we're all laughing their fucking asses off when I walked off that were elevator. you like bawling I don't remember I think I handled it like a champ Oh, okay, because I wouldn't have when I was a kid. That's fine. I still remember thinking I was a cool ass, like, hiding in the clothes at the store, yeah. like, in the racks, you know? Yeah. And I was with, oh, fun fact for you guys, my dad was a polygamist, so I was with my other mom. Uh-huh. Um, she decided that she was going to hide just out of my line of sight <laughs> to teach me a lesson, and oh, motherfucker, she taught it, because I came out of that bitch screaming like a motherfucker. <laughs> Like a motherfucker. That's fantastic. She's like, well, listen, no one's going to kidnap you. You're loud as fuck. Right. They're like, you'll win that round. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry for all the rambling. I think they secretly love it. Or not so secretly. They they just love it. I think it's fine. Okay. So a reporter for the American Statesman, Becca Hensley, confirmed this weird occurrence when she stayed there in 2010 to research an article titled Boston's Scariest Haunts. She said, my elevator does send itself several times to the third floor, though I don't push the button. And when I arrive, nobody is waiting. Mm-mm. When I asked the front desk, they said, ah, oh, yes, this as if it was nothing. That elevator has been doing that ever since Charlotte Cushman died there. Oh, cool. Apparently, Charles Dickens also lived on that floor, like I said, practicing his literature, literature speeches in a mirror that now hangs in the hotel's mezzanine, whatever the fuck that is. Mezzanine? Mezzanine? Sure. Uh, some say his visit, god damn it, words, visage, visage, whatever, appears there still. I guess Why don't we just go spirit. with image? <laughs> yeah, image appears there still. Let's do that. Okay. Charlotte <laughs> Cushman apparently died of pneumonia Ew. during a long battle with breast cancer in oh, her room on the fuck. third floor. On the morning of February 18th, 1876. Jesus fucking Christ. It was said, um, Boston, let's see. So Charlotte, the act, Charlotte Cushman, the actress, died at the Parker house this morning. Charlotte Cushman, who had been afflicted with cancer for a long time, was better last week, took a short, short walk on Saturday, and when she took this walk, she took, she, oh, she took a cold is what it said. This is a quote. I'm assuming she just... <laughs> She got, got a cold. cold. I love the how they talked in the 1800s. <laughs> I'm going to text you that next time I don't feel good. I took a I cold. Took a cold. I, I think that's perfect. I think we should all start saying that. Okay. And because of that, pneumonia resulted. She was quite cheerful yesterday, but change occurred at 2 o'clock this morning. And at 7, she became unconscious and death followed. Cushman has said to haunt the third floor ever since. Hmm. A longtime resident occupied room 303. It doesn't say his name, but he was known for the consumption of large amounts of whiskey and smoking cigars. Sounds like my kind of dude. Guests will complain occasionally of the smell of whiskey and cigars even after the room has been cleaned. That's okay. I'll stay in that room. Right. I'm like, you're complaining? Like, I... Oh, God. 
I miss cigars. It's like stale cigar gross, but if it's like a smoking cigar smell, I'm, I love cigars. I love it. So the story is that in 1949, a liquor salesman killed himself in this room by mixing whiskey and barbiturates. Well, that was dumb. Right. I mean, I probably did it on purpose. Uh, I'm going to go with hard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably did it on it purpose. Sounds intentional. Right. Yeah. Barbiturate acid, I mean, unless he was acid, trying to really yeah. fucking party. Different you never kind, know. I, I mean, he should probably use a different kind of acid. Is there different kinds of acid? I don't know. I have Listen, no idea about acid. I don't acid. do drugs. I have no idea about acid. That's I was like, I have really have no idea. I'm just saying shit. I've never done. Like, you should have done a less scary kind. <laughs> yeah. There's I've probably just like. Played with like a little bit of weed and that was fucking years ago. So. I, yeah, I've never. No thanks. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I'm too much of a control I mean, freak. no, again, nothing against people who do it. I just, it's not my shit. I'm just a control freak, so. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. I can't not do that. So many people believe that Stephen King's short story 1408 is based on the haunting in room 303. Oh, fuck. But let's not get excited yet. Oh, okay. The story is that um, Stephen King often stays at the Parker house when he comes to Boston for Red Sox games. During one of the visits, he reportedly heard about the haunting and decided to write a short, short story about it. Okay. The short story is about a writer who's doing research for his nonfiction book, Ten nights in ten haunted ho- or ten nights in ten haunted hotels, and spends the night in a hotel room where a number of deaths have occurred. However, some say this is just a rumor. When asked King, when asked, when whatever, when asked King's assistant, Marcia Dela, whatever her fucker name was, cool, um, whether this was true, and she debunked it, saying that it's actually just a rumor. He doesn't stay at the Parker House when he visits Boston. Hmm. So that's unfortunate, but I figured I'd throw it out there just to clear that clear or that up. Does he? And that's all part of their little trying to keep it, yeah. and keep it low key. It's possible. I'm just saying, a lot of people like that do that shit. I wouldn't definitely not put it past that at all. Well, yeah, like, I would not doubt that. The at more all. the rumors swirl around, like uh, creepy no, shit, more like people that, are the gonna go, want to go read that fucking mm-hmm. short story. First of all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so guests have recounted witnessing orbs of light hovering down the 10th floor hallway and then mysteriously vanishing. There's also a bearded gentleman dressed from in the colonial colonial era mm. has been sighted on the 9th and 10th floors and once at the end of guest of a guest bed in room 1012. The spirit looked concerned sitting there staring back at the young woman. Fuck you. That scares <laughs> that would be that would scare the fuck out of me. Fuck like, you. Like, do you have something to say to me? If not, you can go. Get the fuck out. A guest reported that the same time on two consecutive mornings, there were people whispering outside her doorway. Each time she opened the door, she found no one and or no one was outside. And it should be stated that her room was at the end of the hallway, so there was no one walking back and forth, and there was not a quick getaway for anyone to just quickly exit. I don't like it. It must also be stated that the voices were very friendly and... Um, Let's see. They're very friendly voices as if they had just come back from a glorious evening. Oh. I love that. They're glorious ghosts? Yeah. I hate it. I'd rather a glorious ghost if mm. I had to get one. No. Overly hyped up. They're actually really fucking annoying. <laughs> I can I can understand that because they're probably pretty annoying when they're living too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I know some hyped up people who should, they should do less. Do, yeah. Okay, so security has been summoned to report to room 1040 to answer to a noise complaint on several occasions. Ooh. Each time security reported to the room that they found the room empty. Or sub- whatever, f- reported that they found the room empty. A security officer reported that late one evening he saw the shadow of a man on the wall um, in the Bosworth section of the hotel, which is the oldest section. When he steps a- stepped aside to let the man pass, they- he vanished and there was no one there. One thing he later realized was strange was that the shadow was wearing a stovepipe hat. Okay. Maybe he's just bringing it back. A stovepipe hat? What does that even mean? Google it. Okay. Because it's like an old fucking hat, obviously. Is it a top hat? Yeah, I guess. Stove I don't know. I was going to Google it and forgot, so. Pipe hat. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Abraham Lincoln hat, like the fucking really tall top oh, hat. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're called a lot of different names. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like I know it by a different name, but I can't remember what. Yeah, a fucking top hat. I know, but wait, besides that. 
Um, there's top hat, beaver hat, high hat, silk hat, high cylinder hat, hat, high hat is what I chimney pot hat, or stove pipe. Chimney pot hat, I like it. Just fucking a big black hat. Yeah, <laughs> a big black hat. <laughs> Who cares? I like it. Okay, so a mother and a daughter were spending the night in room ten twelve. When the daughter woke up around daybreak to find a gentleman dressed in period clothing of the later 1800s standing at the end of her bed. The gentleman sported a large grin as if he was asking if she was enjoying her stay. When she smiled back at the gentleman, he gracefully disappeared. Oh. The woman was amazed to find the portrait of her nightly visitor hanging in the dining room when she went down to breakfast, and it was a portrait of Harvey Parker, which if you remember, he oversaw the um, hotel when he was alive, and he... Yeah. Everyone really liked him because he was really good at Like, he was really friendly. He was, like, the keeper. Yeah, something like that. The overseer is the word I think they use, but whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, I accidentally just clicked on this link. And this fucking lamp base looks like a shitload of anal beads. Oh. Tell me that doesn't look like an anal bead lamp. I'm pretty sure my mom has that lamp. Oh, no. I'm putting it on the <laughs> fucking Facebook group, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. That's funny. Okay, so let's see where we are. A number of strange occurrences have also happened on the mezzanine, whatever, level in the main building. A mirror that was once in Charles Dickens' room that we talked about is now said to have, uh, oh, which is said that he had practiced his reading for the Christmas Carol in front of. Oh. It's now located in the hallway on that level next to the press room and is believed to be haunted by Dickens himself. The mirror's Listen, four f- I didn't. Even, I don't like any of his shit, so that doesn't help me. You're like, I'm not visiting to say hi. Yeah, I just if he if I saw him, I'd be like, Can you should we just talk that about this, because <laughs> no. You're like, I'm not with it. Not. So the mirror is said to be four feet wide and six feet tall, and is ornately carved frame features a plaque that states the mirror has been authenticated as Dickens's mirror by the Boston Dickens Fellowship. Uh, the mirror is said to do odd things when the guests say Charles Dickens in front of the mirror three times. Nope. No. What? I was, if you notice, I was looking at you. For utterly for fuck's sakes. Also, a staff member once witnessed a spooky occurrence in the mirror and refuses to touch it now. Nope. According to Sam Balchersis, whatever, his book Haunted Boston Harbor, he says, this mirror is the one that Charles Dickens used to practice his lines in front of. A veteran uh, blah, 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 said blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, yeah. His name's fucked. <laughs> Not long ago, a worker began to clean the mirror, and he kept seeing condensation appear on the glass right next to him, as if someone was breathing on it <gasps> as he cleaned the glass. No. He has not touched that shit since. No, 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 no. Right. There's another employee named, uh, okay, I didn't get her name, okay. Oh, perfect. She was a manager of guest services, though. Okay. She had a ghostly encounter on the mezzanine level in a storage closet. According to an interview he gave to the author of the book, Heaven by Hotel Standard, Standards, it said, he said, I heard stories about ghosts here, but in 22 years as a bellman, I've never had an experience on my own. But around this, that's how you jinx yourself. Exactly, right? Just fuck. They man. left you alone. Now you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Around 2010, though, there was an event, he says. Well, I'd- we were in Longfellow room, and I usually <laughs> speak from a podium, but there was none there. All that made me think of was Longfellow deeds. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I went to the storage room on the mezzanine level of, and heard a gruff, voice, a gruff voice yell out, What do you want? I thought it was the houseman at first, but there was nobody on the floor. Nobody at all on the floor. Oh. And the voice sounded just like a bell, the bell captain that used to work here. He had been a drinker, and sometimes after work hours, he'd go off to the, some bar and then wander back into the ho- hotel <laughs> late at night and hide there in a sliding closet. And Sounds, like <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like us. Sounds like us if, if we were able to live back in the like day and a... just wander around and drink and come back and hide in closets. I'd do it. I'd fucking do it now. <laughs> right. You just wait till I move to Idaho and I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Perfect. I'm coming to visit. I'll just jump out of my closet. Boo. And then go back inside. <laughs> just walk away like nothing happened. Your kids are going to be sitting there like. They're going to fucking hate it. The fuck, Mom's mom? a dick. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh, let's see. Closet. Okay, so I thought it was probably him. It really sounded like him, except the fa- for the fact that he's dead. <laughs> 
Uh, oh my god except the fact that he's dead except for the fact that he has deceased his existence he's done he's outie he's gone he's passed well it's fine fuck it okay it sounded like him except he was dead (laughs) you whole dumbass oh Oh, man perfect all right, so if you have any doubts about the Omni Parker house, that it's haunted, just remember that poet Oliver Wendell, Wendell Holmes wrote a poem about the hotel in his 1884 poem titled The Saturday Club, which states, Such guests! Oh, oh. That was so <laughs> much enthusiasm. What famous names it records... It re- okay, I'm starting that part over. Okay. I fucked it up, and it's not as good if I fucked it up. Okay. Do less enthusiasm. <laughs> I can't. It scared me. Such guests. Is that better? Oh my god, you sound like that one chick from Be Our Guests, Be Our Guests. I don't know what that is. Beauty and the Beast? Oh. Oh, I thought you were... Oh my god. Right, but I wasn't thinking like that. I was picturing like new cartoon shit that kids watch. No. Yeah. No, no, no. My Be Our Guests go to, belongs like, to good one. Good shit that we would, and, uh, would have watched ourselves. It's fine. The disappointment is real. I was almost disappointed in you. Like, really? You're going to reference something I don't know? It's Beauty and the fucking Beast. Who doesn't know that? I got you now. Calm down. I'm calm. Okay. Ish. 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 I don't know if you're ever calm, calm. I don't think I am either. No. All right, let's try this poem again. Okay. Such guests. What famous names its record boasts, whose owners wander in the mob of ghosts. Wait, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh. Jesus, I was waiting for like a poem poem. No, that was it. I mean. Just like a three-liner. Huh. Maybe we'll start a little shit. Okay. And that's it. That's all my thing. <laughs> that is the best way to end it. Right. That's, I that's thought it. I'd end it on a poem. That's it. That's all my, that's all my things. Guess. Okay. Cool. Cool. I liked that poem. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, my God. Well, it's perfect. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking sore. My back's sore. My back's sunburnt. My legs are sunburned. Why but are you so fucking sunburned? Well, I laid out yesterday. That was dumb. But I got it. Well, no, it was smart because I got to give myself that first like light burn. It's not like bad because then I'm going to go so fucking tan. It's going to be ridiculous. Like I'm already getting really dark. I, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm fine. Yeah. I need to find the energy to actually go to my fucking pool because yeah. I, I tan like a motherfucker. Yeah. See, you get it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it was leg day yesterday and then it was back and shit the other day, the day before. My back sore, my legs sore. I did, I did back and biceps on Monday. Nope, Tuesday. I lied. I did it on Tuesday. I think that's when I did it too, actually. Mm-hmm. I did back and by Tuesday. I did legs and abs yesterday, so I'm slightly dead. I can't do anything stomach-wise. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Bothers me. I finally got my deadlifts right, and I was really excited. Okay, they probably I really don't care. Fucking about hate that, deadlifts. I do too. That's why I was really excited. I finally got them like to the point that I'm like not hating my life when I do it. Because I hate deadlifts. Well, I have a fucked up back, so I have to, like, if I'm if my posture isn't perfect, then it hurts. Well, I mean, you always aim for perfect posture when lifting, so right. that's good. Anyways, but because my back's fucked up, it's not always that easy. Right. So for me, for whatever reason, deadlifts always hurt me down here the most. Mm. Always, like, in between my thighs or whatever. Because really? mm. like it's like a full up, body right? workout mm-hmm. when you do a deadlift. Oh, yeah. There's, like, eight muscles at Target. It's got to chill. Yeah. Okay. Well, I already have really fucking thick thighs, and so when I couldn't, I could hardly bring myself back up. I was like, "All right, my this, legs this are strong as fuck." Yeah, Cole is shocked. Yeah, well, it's funny when I when I would do leg day with Casey. Like I can lift Casey and like squat him, mm-hmm. um, and he's always like, "What the fuck?" Like my I'm I don't know that and like I used to dance. That's it. That was my thing too. I was gonna say, did you dance or anything? Because I did for mm-hmm. thirteen years, and yeah. I've always just had calves and thighs. Well, I danced for years, and then I stripped for years, mm-hmm. so... And then you're in fucking heels, mm-hmm. so right there is better. Yeah. Yeah. We just... You know how we just glaze over that I stripped? Everyone just went, she what? See, it's nothing for me, because I know all this stuff already. I know. So it's, it's like, whatever. It's my favorite. When I, I like just randomly drop tidbits of... If these right. motherfuckers had any idea, the shit that goes on that we don't leave on the mic... Yeah. <laughs> that face says it all. Yeah. Listen, one day it might all come out as we progressively get through this. We're... Maybe when I die. Yeah. For, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, no, I'm sure I'm there. Are, I'm sure there are bits and pieces that will eventually come out. Yeah. I just love. Or like hints to things. I just people love just like, like dropping crumbs, and people are like, "What? Where? When? What? Who? Yeah. Are there pictures? Did it happen? Where can we see mm-hmm. anything? Or you say something, and people can like, are like trying to figure out what you mean by it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like assuming. There's so many things I could say right now that wouldn't tell shit, mm-hmm. but would allude to just enough that they'd be like, what? Well, there's one thing you said on one of the episodes that I sent over here like, hmm. Let me guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you guys, us. if you had any fucking ideas. They're like, we how, want to know now. How ridiculous we are. It, Our <laughs> life, man. Anyways. We're, we're really good couples. Just we'll make sure that. someone deletes all of the text messages and we die. <laughs> and <laughs> pictures all. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Please. See what I mean? Yeah. More words so they just won't piece together. <laughs> okay, guys. So I'm going to do birth marks. <laughs> we're just going to move right on at oh, this God. point. So, it's fucking hot in here. I'm what really is a birth- about this birthmark? One, yeah. So, what does a birthmark mean? Birthmarks have many different meanings that change by community, depending on different cultures and backgrounds and different places in the world. It means different things to different people. Makes sense. The meaning of a birthmark <clears throat> has bearings on teachings from different experiences in different communities. So. I mean, overall, I think we can all just agree that birthmarks mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good news. There are assumptions that birthmarks represent wounds that were actually inflicted in a past life. Now, this article says assumptions. I'm going to say there are facts that people, <laughs> because I'm just that person. Um, from my experience, like there are birthmarks that do represent where you died and there are birthmarks that represent just different things mm. in general. Just you'll know if yours is from death. That's yeah. basically what I'm saying. Um, mine, mine. I think I just got stepped on by someone's heel because just on the top of my foot, oh my like a circle. Or maybe like you got bit by a way. snake. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds better than getting stepped on. It does. So let's stick to that. I have one right here too. That I figured that's probably how I died. No, you probably got bit by a snake. And then hit in the back of the head. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm gonna go with this story. Or maybe you got bit by a snake, passed out, hit the back of your head, and fucking sent it. Okay. That's oh. a tragic death. Right? God. Can Damsel in distress. Stay over home in that or life. something. <laughs> stay home. Um, Wear a helmet. Other people claim that birthmarks indicate luck in certain places or omens in another. Oh, of course. Uh, probably on your foot. You're just going to be clumsy. I am. Yeah. Do you trip over air a lot? Yeah, I've sprained both angles three times. What the fuck? Anyways. It's also assumed that birthmarks are just a result of what your mother did or ate during pregnancy, which mom. has to be the dumbest one what that I think eat, I've ever heard. Like, what, you eat strawberries, so now you have a strawberry birth? Go home. You're fucking drunk. That's hilarious. Anyways, people's curiosity about birthmarks seems to be never-ending, and everyone's always like, well, what is this? Where did it come from? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to start with the definition of a birthmark, and then... There's usually two different types of, well, probably three different types of birthmarks. So what is a birthmark? A birthmark is an unusual permanent mark on the skin, which is usually present at birth or occurs a few weeks after birth. Birthmarks can also be referred to as beauty spots or beauty marks. Beauty marks can occur anywhere on the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with birthmarks so like you can just have weird blotches of stuff any <gasps> tyler's calling me well shit that's a 30 minute call fuck i can't skip it it's his one call a week that's gonna be okay so you guys obviously heard me say <gasps> tyler called so i thought i was cut. gonna yeah i thought i was gonna have to take a 30 minute break but obviously just talking to him for five seconds made me super happy. <laughs> Whatever's going on. I don't know how, but he was like, do you want to hear some good news? And I was like, fuck yeah. And I was hoping they had lowered his sentencing, but he gets to call me. He can call me every day. That's so cool. Oh my fucking God. Like you have no idea how much happier that makes me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sweating. Like, like you don't even mean? understand like my armpits and just everything. Just I'm just like sweating. I know. He was yeah. like, oh shit. Shout out to the podcast. And I was like, no, you're not. It's not recording. Didn't hear you. Do less. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. So we're going to go back to this. Now we're going to do types of birthmarks. Um... There are many different types of birthmarks, and dermatologists can't really classify like or figure out why. That was a I'm pissed off about my selfie face. Um, yeah, my I was covering my face too much. Couldn't see myself. I couldn't see myself. 
Okay. Why they do this, but they've brought it down to two categories, a vascular birthmark and a pigmented birthmark. A vascular birthmark is like more pink in color with strawberry kind of like this one. Yeah, yeah. Like the okay. one I, I have a huge birthmark, so I'll post it for you guys. Yeah, we should post our birthmarks. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, mine goes clear in the fuck up my wrist down into my hand. Like my wrists were bound. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I've always been into no kinky. No wonder. <gasps> okay, sorry. Shutting up. That should be a whole topic on its own is if that like moves over from lives. The kinkier people have like the rougher past Watch, lives. we're going to find out like back in the day I like started the creation of BDSM. You're all welcome. I would not doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't. Um, so these birth... Oh, blah, 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 sorry. So these are res- a result of increased blood vessels in the area. And then the pigmented birthmarks are like the moles, the spots, and the Mongolian spots, which freaks me out because now all I can think of is like Mongolian barbecue and that makes me want to vomit. Anyways, these birthmark um. types occur as a result of excess skin pigment cells. So it's like an overload of them in one spot. That makes sense. So much of the cause of actual birthmarks, like I said, are entirely unknown. So I'm going to go over birthmark locations and what these could possibly mean based on different cultures around the world. Cool. Okay. The location or placement of a birthmark on the body is said to have a particular meaning. It's fine. Don't spit that your was water the wrong everywhere. Time to drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go over the most common locations because obviously they can be fucking anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't have seven hours. So plus Tyler's gonna call back, so I really don't have seven hours. <laughs> yeah. So a birthmark on the forehead. There are many meanings behind the birthmark on the forehead, depending on the exact placement on the forehead. But a birthmark on the right side of the head means that the person is incredibly smart or has great brains. It means the person is very knowledgeable and will excel in his or her endeavors in education or career. If the birthmark's on the left side, you're a dumbass. No, I'm just <laughs> I was just going to say that too. <laughs> if the birthmark's on the left side of the forehead, it means that this person is extravagant and irresponsible. The birthmark may okay. also lie in the center of the forehead. Here it means the person is incredibly attractive and far more balanced in the brains and idiot concepts that's fine (laughs) birthmark on your neck if you have a dark mark on your neck that resembles a birthmark or on the back of your neck or throat it means that you will be very successful in life however for you to get this success you have to part with the ones you love and go away also you have to bear the responsibility of these loved ones otherwise you will not succeed in life take my birthmark away that's the what (laughs) (laughs) okay Mine's like neck, head, so what does that mean? It's like a mix of all of it. Ignore everything I just said because it's a weird spot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know. You're just weird. So a birthmark on your ass, apparently it's different for a male and or female. A male who has a birthmark on the right ass cheek has a difficult background. This character could be full of negativity and he is not serious and tends to go with the easier option mm-hmm. when faced with different things in life. He's not the marrying type and chooses to stay mostly with his parents. I'm, does Darwin have one on his I feel ass like cheek? I know quite a few people who might have an ass cheek. Kidding-ish, Darwin. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a guy that has one on the left ass cheek is endow- endowed with great personality and charisma. This man understands the meaning of true love. He can be very serious and caring and gentle in his nature and characteristics when he is in love. That's the he's right cheek or left? Left. Left cheek. He's also dedicated. Um, he's also dedicated to care and encouraging the less fortunate in the communicate communication. Oh my god! In the community. Community. <laughs> 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 Fucking motherfucker. Words. <laughs> I got too excited that Tyler can call me every day. So I can just feel like, your energy over blah, here, blah, blah, man. <laughs> like, you don't have to say anything, and I'm feeling it. I was already tad hyper. Now, I don't know how I'm going to work today. I'm going to fucking, like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, sorry. A lady who has a birthmark on the right butt cheek is outwardly stylish and attractive to men. Oh, she's also a gold digger. And she's selfish and lazy. Check your ass cheeks, bitches. <laughs> Every girl in the mirror right now. <laughs> Fucking drops their pants. Seriously, if you're at work, just send it. Just drop that right. shit. Tell me where it's at. It's fine. 
On the other hand, a lady with a birthmark on her left ass cheek is sincere and genuine. She's humble and she does not want to bother others. Sadly, despite her financial success and good reputation, she does find it hard to marry a man because she's got such strong personality traits. I'm wondering who they like got Base this information these off of? from because some of these bitches and some of these men just like need to get their shit together. Like learn from the right side of the... <laughs> right. let's, find, let's put it right down your ass crack. Yeah. Okay, let's just fucking... Just, we need to balance this shit. Put it down that spine snake. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so if your birthmark is located on the back, like your back, okay. it means that you are frank and open to new ideas. You take others' suggestions and you are willing to change. I don't have that one at all. <laughs> nope. No back birthmarks for me. Fuck no. Birthmark on your legs means that you are not independent. You always want other... You always... Want other people, for example, your friends, to make decisions for you. For sure not me. I'm too Definitely bossy. Definitely not me. Birthmark on the foot. <gasps> I'm scared. Oh, is this yours? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. Great. Mm-hmm. You may also have a birthmark on your right or left foot. For men, it means that you like traveling and visiting places. For women, it means that you believe in action more than words. Fuck yeah. I'm that makes totally sense do. for you. Yeah, look Birth- at that. Do you see it right there? Do you see it? Because I don't know where my birthmark's at. Yeah. Yeah, just barely. I'm sure when you get tan, it's easier to see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Birthmark on the toes. Some of them have that on their toes. And they have the same meaning just because it's on the foot. Right. That makes sense. Birthmark on your stomach. If it's located in the abdomen area, then this means that you are greedy. This affects both men and women. Birthmarks on the thigh, whether you are a man or a woman, having a birthmark on your right or left thigh is a good sign. It means that you will take pleasure in a wealthy, prosperous, and happy life. Cool. Birthmark on the chest is bad news. It means that you will not be lucky and you will be miserable throughout your life. Fucking goddamn. Oh my god. I got dark. Yeah. Birthmark on your breast for both genders. A birthmark below or under your left breast is a sign that you will be triumphant in all your endeavors. The one located below or under the right breast represents good luck in your life. So either or. Titties are a good thing. We already know. Always. Mm-hmm. Birthmark on your nose means you have a birthmark on your nose. You tend to be creative and diligent. These people are successful in their careers, their family lives, they're popular in society, um, but you do have a habit of being an unpredictable person, so you're very spontaneous. So birthmark on your hand. Having a birthmark on your hand, whether left or right, is a sign that you are talented and you'll be very successful in life. So mine moves down into my hand, but I never have been able to find anything about like the wrist area. Yeah, that's weird. This one says arm. It's like it's kind of on my arm. For a man, it means he loves his family and that he likes taking care of them. If it's a woman, it indicates that she's independent and loves and nurtures her career. I guess. Okay, yeah, that makes sense for me. Yeah. So a finger, for both genders, a birthmark means that they strive to make good decisions and they are very independent individuals. A birthmark on your chin of a man means he's temperamental. A woman, it means that they are supportive and provide well for their family. Interesting. Hmm. So different shapes of birthmarks actually mean something as well. Okay. Which, yeah. If you have a heart-shaped birthmark, it means that you will live a life full of love and joy. A diamond-shaped birthmark is an indication of wisdom, stability, and harmony. A butterfly-shaped birthmark means that you are an individual who's always filled with hope and you're just ready to go from place to place. So a lot of birthmarks obviously link to past lives. So, birthmarks and where you were killed. So, torture remnants. This represents a birthmark that results from torture in an individual past life. It is mainly a result of a band tied tightly on the individual's head, arms, wrists, or ankles to make him or her confess during a form of suffering before death. So, fuck me right in the ass. Um, (laughs) Jesus, fuck. A suicide wound birthmark. This is a past life birthmark, which means the individual committed suicide in his or her past life, and this is always on the head somewhere. 
A stab wound is a birthmark on the body that is curved to some extent. It'll indicate a fatal wound by knife or similar weapon. Um, a branding mark, a Chinese beauty mark legend describes the meaning of this birthmark. It was common in China to brand Chinese activists with a hot iron in order to mark them as enemies of the Chinese state. Such birthmarks manifest themselves as patches on the back of a neck. Oh. Um, this was the location of brands made of like where they would put them. A failed surgery birthmark. Um, ancient surgeries were often fatal because of lack of adequate knowledge and equipment. Um, yeah, I would have died back in the day. 100%. <laughs> Healed burn mark is a red birthmark on the body that used to remind an individual of having been burnt by fire in a past. And we both look at your wrist. (laughs) I just stop mid-sentence and look down. Um, The extent of healing is marked by the darkness of the wound. If the wound is very dark, it follows that the wound has not healed so much, meaning that it's from a recent past life. Mine's pretty dark. Mine's Uh, dark brown. Mine's dark, and when I get cold, it goes like dark fucking purple. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Birthmarks and their spiritual meaning. Angel kiss birthmarks are located on the face, and they are sometimes just called angel kisses. This is believed that you're gifted and you've been kissed by angels. I thought that's what freckles were. No, I like never heard thing. that. Really? I've always heard that. Dominic used to have one freckles. right up here on his upper lip. before, really? As he got older, it went away, but it was like red, and those are called angel kisses. Yeah, I've always heard freckles as angel kisses. Uh-uh. De- I've never have. Devil's signature birthmarks. Sometime... Back, a birthmark was thought to be the devil's signature. Due to this belief, people with birthmarks were um, secluded and kept mm. away from the masses. Spiritual birthmarks. Some communities believe that the Mongolian birthmarks were a representation of a spiritual um, beating to drive the baby from the mother's womb. Oh my god. What the fuck? Whatever. Fuck you guys. So, a red birthmark meaning on the body is remembering that you were once burnt in a past life. A white birthmark, so like a discoloration point. Mm -hmm. Um, Dominic has one of those on his right side, I want to say. A white birthmark, especially on the stomach, is believed to have a connection in a past life that indicates trauma suffered in the past life when one was a criminal and was killed by a bullet. Whoa. Dang. Get down here. You're grounded. Right. Find that little fucker. Listen, I know what you did two lives ago. Right. Like, mom, what the fuck? Um, so not everyone has a birthmark. So I can already just see you guys like stripping down, trying to figure out who has what where. Um Search me each other for birthmarks. Please, for the love of utterly fuck, don't message me and ask me what different birthmarks mean. Google it. Google it. Google it. I am not your own personal Wikipedia. Read a book. Do something else. A thousand percent. I'm good with read a book. Thousands of people message us. What are you, especially? What does this mean? They're like sending you pictures of their birthmark. It means in, I don't want to talk to you anymore. In places and you're getting you don't want to see birthmarks. <gasps> Whoa. Okay, that's fine. Send nudes to the email. That's heckleandshide at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm up for all the nudes, all the kinky fuckery. Send it. I, would, I, I don't oppose nudes. Huh? I don't oppose nudes. Who the fuck does? Well, I just thought I'd say, because I you, wasn't saying anything. If you oppose <laughs> nudes, get out. You shouldn't be listening to this or our kink coven episodes. That's for fucking sure. Mm-mm. All right, guys. I'm going to tell you to sage that shit. Save our souls. <laughs>